The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, Fueled by Dead End Barbecues, time for Attaboy, where we highlight positivity. We praise the good deeds of others. We give people their flowers when they deserve it. We do that here on the Swain Event each and every day. And uh, Ben, you going to do it or I'm going to do it? Well, I, I do have two quick Attaboys that I can get out of the way so that you can give yours because i don't know that they will be the same uh, i have be. an attaboy and an at a girl uh the at a girl goes to former lady vol lvfl isabel harrison who uh had one of her biggest fans reach out to her zach quinones this is a tweet from bleacher report uh, Zach Quinones, a, a fan of the WNBA, a fan of former Lady Vol, Isabel Harrison. Uh, he reached out to her because she is one of his favorite players, but he did so after nearly two years after attempting suicide. And in, in their conversation, uh, what have you, uh, Izzy Harrison gifted him an all-expenses-paid trip to see her play next season. So uh, I thought that was a, a very cool, cool story for former Lady Vol forward Isabel Harrison. And then I'm also going to give an attaboy to Anthony Simons, a name mm-hmm. Tennessee fans should be familiar with. I just sent you the audio um, if, if you want to play it. Not not a huge deal if if not, but the Hawks and Trailblazers were playing last night. Uh, Trey Young did his thing, dropped fifty six points, but the Hawks lost to the Blazers and did so because Anthony Simons, who played at IMG Academy, Tennessee was in heavily on at the beginning of the Rick Barnes era, and he elected to turn professional instead of play college basketball. And last night he dropped 43 points and seven assists, but it, it just wasn't, you know, a, a spectacular performance. That's why I'm, I'm not bringing this up. I'm bringing this up because the night before, so Sunday night, his grandfather passed away due to cancer. And that, that took place on Sunday night. And then the very next night, last night, Monday night, 
He scored 43 points and dished out seven assists in the win over the Hawks. So just a, a real good, feel-good story there for Anthony Simons. You know, it was your type, your kind of night. No, um, you know, just going out there and playing my game. I got a couple shots to go in. Like I said, I really can't take it today. My, um, you know, sadly, my, my grandpa died last night, yesterday, for cancer. And um, this is all him, honestly. So I can take credit to him. You know what I mean? I dedicated this whole game to him. So, um, I, like I said, I can't take credit today. That was all him. So, How many times did you think of him tonight? You say what? How many times did you think of him tonight? The whole game. Um, you know what I mean? It's just, it was a sad, you know, sad kind of sad kind of day. But, I mean, he wanted, he would want me to play today. So I wanted to go out there and play my game and play the best of my abilities. And, you know what I mean? That was all him that took over my body tonight. So. When did That's cool, man. That's cool. That reminds me of um, Brett Favre's performance there in the black hole uh, when he went to play against the Raiders and uh, his his father passed away and he was he was on fire that night and I remember you know, seeing the Raiders fans cheer him on and you know, show him love and that was that man that's what sports is all about right there man um, granddad would want him to play and boy did he play grandson was getting buckets man 43.7 assists and uh and if, if you remember it, you know, Anthony Simons, you know, won a dunk contest, what, two years ago? I didn't even know he could dunk like that, man. <laughs> he, he, when he, he won it. Up. Yeah, when yeah, he won I, it. I forgot he won the dunk contest. Yeah, he did a couple of years ago. So he might be the starting guard here soon because um, they may be on his way out before the uh, trade deadline. So here's my attaboy. It goes to. The two-time Super Bowl winning champion, the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year 2004, the six-time Pro Bowler, the two-time NFL Passing Yards Leader, that is Big Ben Roethlisberger. I'm giving it to him. He's still playing. <laughs> I mean, Phillip Rivers is coaching high school football. Eli Manning over here cracking jokes on his big head big brother on Monday Night Football. He's chilling, relaxing, interviewing Snoop and the, and, and the commissioner and, and, and Bill Cower. Relaxing. Big Ben's still playing. And playing at a level that a lot of teams in the NFL could, could use and want. We don't see quarterbacks like Big Ben win the way he has won. And play for one team. You think about all the great quarterbacks in NFL history. I'm not sitting here saying that Big Ben's like top five or anything. But he's damn good. But you think about all the top quarterbacks in NFL history. They didn't play for one team. They didn't play for one team. Joe Montana played for the Kansas City Chiefs. How weird was that? Brett Favre played for the Vikings and the Jets. How weird was that? Tom Brady is playing for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. Peyton Manning played Denver Broncos. He gets honored more by the Broncos than the Colts. Just weird, but still. Now, John Elway, one team, the Broncos. We just don't see guys stick with one team their entire career. Big Ben reminds me of, like, Udonis Haslam with the Miami Heat. Never, never is going to play for another team. 
Um, but, man, I got to give it out of boy to Big Ben, man. Cool to see all his teammates, his former teammates, live up on him. Um, you know, James Harrison, Ramon Foster, all the guys that played with him. So, he gets my out of boy today. Yeah, last night was was really, really cool. Um, and, I mean, I hate that the Steelers are in the AFC because – with a win on Saturday, they're going to go nine and seven and miss the playoffs. And in the NFC, they they would win a division with that record. But it is what it is. It's it's time for Big Ben to to hang it up. And man, it's it's just kind of hard to believe that it's over. I mean, as a Steelers fan, I don't really know anything other than Ben Roethlisberger as as quarterback I, I i mean i i slightly remember uh life without big ben Cordell stewart uh, yeah tommy and maddox charlie batch yeah charlie batch you know one of the uh one of the minor reasons i became a steelers fan is because one of the first madden games i ever got as a kid uh t martin was on the game and on on the Steelers was was with the Steelers at the time. And I mean, I was I'm trying to see. So he was there 2000, 2001. I, I think I had the 01 Madden. I think that's the first one I ever had. And I, I mean, and, and that was the Eddie George cover. Funny enough, he I, I just saw the Tennessee by his name, uh, T. Martin. I mean, I was six years old at the time I, I saw Tennessee next to this quarterback that that played for this team the Steelers and then I kind of started watching them and I fell in love with Jerome Bettis and thought it was awesome that his nickname was the bus uh and and I was living up north and didn't have didn't really know anything about the Titans at, at the time because we were living in New York so that that's kind of how I became a Steelers fan and then a point is that Ben Roethlisberger came along when I was ten years old, and and or eight years old, and he's all I've known since. And it's going to be real weird to see somebody else be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I mean, he he's one of my my all time favorite players. He's he's brought me a lot of joy. I mean, one of three quarterbacks to throw for sixty thousand yards and win two Super Bowls. It's he. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and there's been a lot of other wins and great happy moments in between. And last night was just really, 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 really cool. Future Hall of Famer. Last night was awesome. Yeah. Even if the Steelers aren't going to go to the playoffs, and it it's been a down year by by Pittsburgh Steelers standard, it was it was nice that Ben was able to have that that last moment in Heinz Field. Yeah, for sure, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. 865-255-03. If you give us a call, I'm going to put you straight on hold and then put you straight in uh, on the show. So uh, if you're used to calling, you haven't called in a while since, you know, Ben has been producing. Ben is is at the McKee studio right now. Um, So I'm producing and hosting. And and, um, so I won't be able to answer the phone live and screen the call. So just tell us. Who you are, where you calling from, and we'll get you straight in. So if if you, if you call, you hear the phone ring, and then all of a sudden you hear the show, that means you are on hold, and I'm going to put you in. So uh, don't hang up too early, or you won't be able to get on. So um, 
Got some good caller pay so far. Well, haven't had a caller today, but yesterday with caller pay was really, really good. Really, really, really good. If I should say so myself. Matt Ryan has been with one team his career also. Yeah, but we're talking about elite quarterbacks right now. We ain't talking about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan had a had a good NFL career. He he was he was one of the better quarterbacks in the league for for most of his playing time. Do I need, do I need to repeat what I just said, Ben? <laughs> no. <laughs> we talking elite. We talking big Ben. We give him his flowers. Ain't nobody talking about Matt Ryan right now about being with one quarterback on one team. We 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 mentioned Joe Montana, <laughs> Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. And my man out here, dogs in Vault Country says Matt Ryan has been one team his career. Come on, man. Come on, man. Troy Aikman, there you go, Florida Vols fan. One organization. From UCLA to the Cowboys, they stunk it up at the beginning of Troy Aikman's career, and then boom, they get all this talent. Get Jimmy Johnson, and you you get you get um multiple Super Bowls. Dog of all countries says, I didn't specify. Elite. I said Joe Montana. Tom Brady. Peyton Manning. Who you think I was talking about? Some bums? Those were elite quarterbacks that finished their careers at other, other places. Shut up, Ballstorm. It ain't going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be somewhere else next year. He's going to be somewhere else next year. Unless he's playing games in the media like he likes to do. Josh in Virginia says, I know what you mean, Ben. I grew up with Dan Marino. Haven't been the same since. Dan Marino. We mentioned John Elway already. Vol guy, 78. Um, one organization. I don't know if you're going to see it. I think Big Ben might be the last one, man. He might be the last, last one. Last quarterback? Last one in a, long, in a very long time that, that elite level sticks, sticks with one team. Well, it, I, I I think the elite quarterbacks will will stick with their team for for their entire career. Who, like Joe Burrow? I I think he'll always be a Bengal. He's he's saying now. I thought Peyton Man would always be a Colt. I thought Joe Montana would yeah, always be a Four Niners. And I, think and I was about to say, uh, you're right. And I was about to say, un, unless say a unforeseen circumstance pops up like the only reason Peyton didn't finish his career as a Colt is because of the whole neck injury thing who knows if something like that will, will pop up with Joe Burrow Aaron Rodgers is elite but I mean his kind of off the off slash on the field stuff is is probably going to end up elsewhere because of that but I mean the the guys like Joe Burrow and and Justin Herbert and and Mac Jones. I mean, I I, I can see those guys playing their entire career. I, but uh, I think it's easy to say at that those now. places. It's easy to say that now. What happens? What happens every time is a team is ready to move on, and that player feels like he still has something left in the tank. It happened with Joe Montana. They want to move on. They wanted to give the reins Steve Young. Joe felt like he still had left something left, and they were like, "You you you have something left, but it ain't gonna be left here." You know, you look at same thing with Peyton Manning. 
They had a once-in-a-lifetime NFL uh, prospect available in Andrew Luck. Peyton Manning felt like he still had something less in the tank, and he had to go somewhere else and do it. Tom Brady, they, they was ready to move on. So I think it's easy to sit here and say, yeah, the player's second year, that, oh, yeah, man, I feel like he's going to be there for his hard career. You just, you just never know, man. Anything can happen. If Eli Manning wanted to play another year or two, he would have been somewhere else too. If Big yes, Ben wants to play another year. To play anywhere else. Hmm? Yes, but he did not need to play anywhere else. No. Nor does Big Ben. No, but, I mean, you got guys that want to play. They want to continue to play. But the organization that they won a championship with and built so many awesome memories with, they just they want to go in a different direction. Brett Favre was holding the Packers hostage for forever and ever. Now, Brett Favre did play with the for the Falcons first before he played for the Green Bay Packers, but like there's there's business towards the end of a legend's career, and guys just they want to move forward. They want to move forward. Terry Bradshaw, Jim Kelly, Tony Romo, girl, West Tennessee ball, you better stop. Chip Payne got jokes in 2022. You'll like this one. He says Tim Tebow. Yep, Tim Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. But if we were sitting here in 1997, 1998, 2004, I would have said, man, Philip Rivers is always going to be a charger. I would say, Man, Peyton Manning's always gonna be a cult, man. Look at when you when you hear cult, you think about Peyton Manning, man. He's a cult. You just never know. You just never know. If if Tony Romo wanted to play, continue to play, he would have been somewhere else, but he's not elite, so let's not even mention him with the conversation. West Tennessee Vols. Yeah, but me. he was really, really good. Yeah, really, really good. Ain't elite. Matt Ryan. He's the face re- of the Cowboys. Really, really good. Not elite. All right. I got touchdown turnover. So that means I got to take a break and come back to it. Just so we talk about NFL. I got the Titans. I got the Titans up next. I got the Titans up next, Titans fans. We're going to tighten up. We're going to tighten up. Ben, did you know this? Did you know this fact that this same gentleman that married card blasting game is, is who officiated my wedding to. Did we talk about this already? Really? Yep. I did not know that. Yep. Same official. James Mitchell, who was a chaplain of the Titans. He officiated my wedding as well. He officiated Kari's wedding? Yeah. You, was you not paying attention? Well, I was in the back. Ah, you was really drunk. See. You was toe up from the flow up, huh? <laughs> no, I was I was toe up from my flight experience getting back from Omaha the day before. <laughs> yep. The, the the same official for Kari Blazing Games, starting fullback for the Titans, for his wedding was the same official for my wedding. You know Did why you I talk know to this? Kari about this? I have not talked to Kari about this because talk, Kari's not my best friend. Best friend, he's your yeah. best friend. It's like yeah. I, I don't have his number or anything. Hey man, let me text you and tell you. Guess what I learned last week? You can follow each other on social media, right? That is true. Maybe I slide in his DMs and tell him that. But you know how I know he's that? A, he's a he's a Huntsville kid just like you are. He is, he is. Um, 
I was I called James Mitchell on my way to Nashville. Say, hey man, what's up? I'm coming to Nashville. I know you're probably busy laying hands on Derrick Henry, making sure that he's healthy. But I'm coming into town, and so um, you came up, and Kari came up, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I fish at his wedding. How about that?" Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. We got touchdown turnover coming up next. as low as you can go okay thank you hello is that as low as you can go okay thank you what are you doing calling around to get the best rate on a car loan why everyone knows alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan and with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment it's a no-brainer you can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home yeah i don't know what i was thinking alcoa 10 credit union it's so easy go to atfcu.com for details rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender Good morning, Swain Event family. Several of you, like Ben McKee, have reached out to me for real estate assistance this year, and I want to say thank you. I appreciate your trust in me to ask questions and help you navigate the real estate world. That's right, Jennifer. Buying a home is a scary process, especially for a first-time home buyer. Jennifer recently helped my wife and I buy our first home and made the entire process seamless. Her willingness to go above and beyond is what sets her apart. As always, feel free to give me a call. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. 
Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Touchdown or Turnover is backed by Elkhorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. All right, here we go. Touchdown Turnover backed by Elkhorton Federal Credit Union, a place where you belong. Better rates and better service. Ben, are you ready? Yes. Tennessee Titans fans. Are you ready for today's touchdown or turnover? Well, here it is. The head coach, Mike Vabel, is the NFL's coach of the year. Touchdown or turnover? Is he the NFL coach of the year? Mike Vabrell, touchdown turnover. Where you going, Ben? Touchdown. Easy touchdown Is it easy? for me. Uh, the Titans are going to be the number one seed in the AFC, and they are going to accomplish that without Derrick Henry. And not just without Derrick Henry, but having to play a whole lot of players along the way. The injury bug and COVID bug has has really impacted the Titans this season. It's it's impacted a lot of teams, but uh, it's it's impacted the Titans the most. They they've played the most players this season of any team in the NFL, and have had to call up guys from the practice squad. Have have had to rely on not just second string guys, but third string guys, fourth string, fifth string. Whatever string they, they've had to, to call upon a lot of replacements, and they, they've still been able to to win eleven games. So they'll, they'll pick up a twelfth win this weekend. Now, I, I think the fact that they play in the AFC South really helps them. Uh, they get four games against the Jaguars and the Texans, and I realize that they did not take advantage of that um, the last time they played the Texans, but. They're still going to pick up three wins within the AFC South and three three easy wins in the AFC South. Um, they, they obviously get credit for the Colts, but being in the AFC South compared to the uh, AFC West or, or AFC North is going to be the difference because they got four games against the, the, the Texans and the Jaguars, and they're, they're going to end up with, with three wins when – Somebody like the Chiefs or the, the, the Bengals, uh, they, they didn't have the luxury of, of playing the, the Texans and the Colts or uh, the Texans and the Jaguars four times. So I, I do think that contributes, but still to, to finish first in the AFC, despite all of the injuries that they have had to overcome is is very, very, very impressive. Sounds like Derrick Henry is going to be back for the playoffs and uh, the Titans are going to have a real shot at winning a Super Bowl. So, touchdown. Easy touchdown for me. Mike Vrabel should be the NFL Coach of the Year. Yeah, it's it's easy for me, too. Um, that stretch where they beat Buffalo, Kansas City, 
Indianapolis and the Rams back to back to back to back. Pretty dang, pretty dang remarkable. And they go and beat the Saints the next week. And the Saints' defense is really, really, really good. You did this without without Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was about to crush all the rushing records. He was going to walk away with the MVP award. Derrick Henry was about to beat quarterbacks for the MVP award. That was the pace that Derrick Henry was on. And to lose him and have to go out there and sign Adrian Peterson. You know, that's where you have to be to sign Adrian Peterson at this point. No shade to Adrian Peterson. He is one of the best running backs of all time. But Adrian Peterson is old. He don't look old, but he still he he is old when you look at NFL age. That's how desperate the Titans were. I saw a number of players that the Titans had to roll with this year. And that number was 88 players. Now, the coach that will also get some consideration and some serious consideration, and he may even win, and that is Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. They've been pretty damn good, too. And I know, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's supposed to be good, but they also had a bunch of injuries, and the guy before Matt LaFleur didn't necessarily light the world on fire with Aaron Rodgers. So Matt LaFleur definitely deserves consideration, deserves love. But, man, Titans, number one seed, and the Packers are number one seed in, in, in the NFC. But the Titans, without their best player, MVP, the whole team is built around him. To, to be where they are right now without him since week eight speaks volumes to the job that Mike Vabra was doing. And some of y'all emotional Titans fans want to fire him after every little game. Need to sit down somewhere. After every game, want to fire him. But the man did a great job this year. Jeremiah says, Steve and they're playing for the Ravens. Such a sad sight. I think the vision situation could have turned out differently had Steve had been um, differently had Steve had not been locked out of the facilities and traded to Baltimore. Yeah, that was weird. That was that was weird. Steve McNair and Titans, um, excuse me, the Ravens uniform. But you look at how he played the quarterback position and. The identity of the Ravens, it was a perfect match, but it still was weird. Double J says, this is the best backhanded compliment ever, Ben. Number one seed. What other team lose their best player and still get the number one seed? I don't know. I don't know. Mike Vrabel did a great job. Great job this year. Do you understand? Was it uh, was it Phil Yates who who said that um, the Titans might be the worst number one seed? Uh, was it? I don't and think he, that it was Phil. Yeah, I know the tweet that you're referencing. I don't think that it was Phil. It might have been. I can't remember who said it. 
Cause, cause, man, I saw Titans fans. Whew. Folks are are not buying into the Titans. I mean, Titans fans. You I mean you gotta kind of take a step back here? Just take a step back. You have to kind of understand why people are not buying the Titans. It's okay. The Titans have been knocking on the door for the last couple of years. They're right there with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, went to Baltimore a couple of years ago, spanked them on their number one seed. But you have to understand why people may feel the way they feel. Ross Tucker was the NFL reporter that said that. Ross Tucker from uh, just like, you know, CBS Sports, um, other other platforms. The former but, kicker. Yeah, he is the one who said that Titans going to be the worst number one seed since. In a related note, he said that uh, Vabral is coach of the year. So, like I, when you look at the Packers, you see Aaron Rodgers. When you look at the Titans, you see a – a, a Ron Tannehill team that wins differently than the Packers. They win differently than the Chiefs. They just win differently. But I wonder if Ross Tucker said the same thing, same thing about the Ravens a couple of years ago when they were the number one seed. And they were kind of built on, around the same, same recipe with the same ingredients, running the football. The difference is that they quarterback ran the football a lot um, along with their running back. The Titans is 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 their running back, and it's by committee. Kudos to the offensive line. Kudos to you know Tannehill holding down the fort, and that defense stepping up in a big way. There was a time early in the season, Ben, when everyone was down on the defense. They really stepped up. They really stepped up. Apparently, Ross Tucker was an offensive lineman. I could have swore there there's somebody that that was a kicker, and I'm not thinking of Justin Tucker. Yeah, he was a he played for the uh Washington football team. But yeah, man. Good luck with that one old Ross Tucker. I mean, pe- people are I mean I mean I, I I get it. I mean I it's not something I would say, but I, I understand people not buying in to the Titans. I mean they they in terms of getting the number one seed, they have benefited from playing in the AFC South. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's that that's not an opinion. That's just fact. Mm-hmm. And um, Ryan Tannehill has has not played. He he hasn't turned the ball over the last two weeks. But he, in totality, I mean, it's not been the the Ryan Tannehill of the Titans that we had become used to. And I mean, he even he was impacted by the injuries. Didn't have AJ Brown, and AJ Brown's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I mean, you, you throw into to practice squad receivers who are playing in their first NFL game. So uh, maybe Tannehill pressing too much and, and trying to, to do too much. But, I mean, who, who really cares what others have to say? The Titans, if they can get Derrick Henry back, have a chance to, to make it to the Super Bowl. For sure. And, and, and win the Super Bowl. So who cares what other people think? They, they, they've won back-to-back division titles for the first time since the 60s. And like I said yesterday – 
pretty much the first time in the organization's history because that was back when they were in Houston yep. and, and they weren't in Nashville. So just just be happy with, with what you've uh, accomplished and the opportunity that's on the table and the fact that Derrick Henry's coming back and just just go to work and, and keep surprising people. They're, they're going to count the Titans out every single year because they are a, a small market team. I mean, that that's the fact of the matter. No matter who is playing for the Titans, because they are a small market team, they, they will not be viewed as some of these other teams. I mean, Green Bay is a small so market just, team. Just go out there and get the job done and shut them all up. Yeah, they just they they have a brand of football that has has not won a Super Bowl in a in a while. You look at you look at Tom Brady, he is an elite quarterback. He's won a Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, he is elite. He's he's won a Super Bowl. The the way that the Titans are constructed offensively, we just haven't seen a team in recent years take that and go win a Super Bowl. So that's why people are not taking them taking them as serious as some of the other teams in the AFC. And like you said, man, that's okay. You want the motivation. You want the motivation if you're the Titans. Um, so I want to go back to the Music City Bowl. Not to Rehash like the, the the missed calls and the you know the in game coaching and anything like that, but really kind of point out how sometimes we say things emotionally we don't maybe we do mean them, but we shouldn't. The secondary was getting you know torched. That doesn't mean that Willie Martinez is not the right coach for the job. Like Willie Martinez, guys. Is one of the best coaches in college football. Is he perfect? No. But I'm sitting there watching Cam Sutton play last night. I'm on the phone with Jonathan Wade. And he's like, man, Cam Sutton's one of my favorite players, man. Man, I watched Cam Sutton coming out of Tennessee. Cam Sutton's really good. And I just think about how many guys that, that Willie coached here at Tennessee that, are, that played in the league. And I'm sorry, you can't do that if you are a bad coach. And our secondary this year, even with with Alante, was going to be a work in progress. And then you lose Alante. You're playing a bunch of young guys. And we saw Wombrell, you know, get picked on early in the season. And he was in position. Now, you can tell he's being taught the right technique. He just didn't finish the job. Sometimes that's not coaching. That's it in between the ears of the player. Like, you can tell. I'm not trying to sit here and talk down to folks who, who may not know football as well as I do, but, like, you can tell when someone's being coached up. Maybe, you, maybe some of y'all can't. That's okay. But, like, I can tell that the DBs have been coached up because they, they've been in position. 
And you have some guys that get their heads around and some guys that, that, that don't. Usually when you have a position issue, no one is doing the right thing because that's what they have been taught that. So remember the year before last with the linebackers. And you had guys that played the linebacker position be like, yo, what are we doing? That's not how you play that. That's not the right technique. And that was a position-wide critique. Well, you had a guy that was coaching linebackers that never coached linebackers on the field before. I wonder why you had this position-wide issue. That's when you can point to, all right, maybe that coach is not good. But don't let the emotions of the game, because you had to opt out, and you got you got torched in one game badly, make you feel like that Willie Martinez is not good because the dude is good. Yes, he is. I I like Willie Martinez, but I, I would love to to ask him about the technique that Warren Burrell was was playing with in the Music City Bowl. I'd love to ask Jay Wade the same thing because what I did not understand, Swain, um, is on the on three of the four defensive pass interferences that Warren Burrell was called for and and really all four. The the last one was the one that I, I disagreed with. Um both the receiver, I think it was Brock Thompson and, and Warren Burrell each had a hold of one another. And I, I don't understand how you could throw that when the the receiver is initiating as much contact and holding Warren Burrell as much as Warren Burrell is holding him. But on on the other three I mean, he has two hands on him running 15, 20, 30 yards down the field. I mean, he his left hand has one shoulder, one side of the shoulder pads. His right hand has the other, and he's he's not letting go the entire way down the field. That happened on, on the first two, and then the third one that was over the middle of the field, he was pulling on his left arm before the ball got there. So the first three calls, I mean, looked like the right call. They, they would be calls that if the roles were reversed, we would be mad at the ref for, for not throwing them if, if Tennessee was the receiver. So I don't understand the technique, and obviously I don't know defensive back play, which is why I would love to talk to Jay Wade. I'd love to talk to Willie Martinez, Fred White, any DB, any DB out there. Like, to me, I mean, if you're running down the field with, with complete hold of their shoulder pads with both hands, like, they're going to call that when you're doing that running down the field 10 15 20 25 yards and and you're not letting go yeah you gotta he's he's having that problem that's you know when i look at the technique being taught if that was like a a position wide issue like man well we gotta we gotta teach better feet and and you know not grabbing and, and holding guys but i see one burrell struggling more than 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 others and it to me, it looks like it's a Warren Burrell issue, and, and you can you can chuck guys like you can grab them, you can do all that stuff, but you can't do it when the ball's in the air. Like they let you play at the college level, 
but he just does it way too much. Like, you know, one of the best receivers in the country can teach you how to run routes. You run perfect routes, and you have great understanding. But at the end of the day, you still got to catch the ball. Like, you you still got to make the play when the ball comes your way. You can be taught everything from the best receiver guru in the world. But if you can't close the deal when the ball's there, in terms of DB, if you can't flip your, your head around and make a play on the ball, it don't matter how much the DB coach have, has taught you. At some point, you got to make the play. You got to, you know, do what, what you've been taught to do. Just because you don't do it doesn't mean you ain't you ain't taught to do it. And um, so I did put out a bird call to Jay Wade. <laughs> and so uh, I'd love to get him on to talk about because he's – because Wade's very, very technical when it comes mm-hmm. to, to DB play and studies it, always studies it, definitely studies it now because he teaches it. And right. um, he he's – I told you he's a big fan of Cam Sutton, still is. And so I want I want to get his take on just kind of huh? How could you not be? But especially last night, I, I, I me and Wade was talking. I was like, man, it's like man, Cam Sutton clean out there with the with the yellow yeah. gloves and yellow arm sleeves. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. goodness, love, love me some Cam Sutton. He he was one of my favorite players when he was at Tennessee, and obviously one of my favorite players with the Steelers, but. The I was so confused watching Warren Burrell because I know Willie Martinez does not teach bad technique, yet Warren Burrell was was using the same technique over and over and over as if it it was taught to him and just running with with the shoulder pads in both hands, ten fifteen twenty yards down the field, yeah. and I'm like you're you're gonna get flagged for that every single time because as you just mentioned you're not letting go while the ball is in the air. You are impeding the receiver's ability to catch the football. Yeah. They let you play at college, but yeah, you got to know when to play up. On that last Purdue touchdown, he he knew that he was going to get called, and it was it was in his head mentally, and he lets go and he slips, and, and then Brock Thompson is off to the races. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So we'll we'll get Wade in here hopefully by the, by the end of the show. Um, it is an hour earlier there. In Texas, so I just want—I just want to get him on to just talk a little bit about just technique from a DB perspective, and you know what what he sees from our guys, and what we need to kind of do moving forward. Uh, Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top one hundred barbecue restaurant in America. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Hour number two is brought to you by Action Two Four Seven, Tennessee's only legal. Only legal sports book. Use the promo code Swain Event. New customers, 100% match on your first deposit up to $800. That is Action247. Give them a follow on Twitter at TNAction.com. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. I'm live here from the Low T Center studio. Hope y'all are having a wonderful Wonderful morning. About nine minutes until the top of the hour here on the program. Don't go anywhere. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue.
the other guys are taking guesses, the Swain event is taking you behind the scenes and in the huddle every morning from 7 to 10, right here. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Voted best barbecue in City View Magazine and a top 100 barbecue restaurant in the country, Dead End is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering and local delivery with Valet Gourmet. That's right, you can have Dead End brought to you. Can't think of the spread for your next event? Get Dead End to cater it. Check them out online, deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. You don't have to take an L just because you can't listen to the Swain event live. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. College football is something else. College football is something else. It is changing before our eyes. And um, if you have been on 
social media. As a college football fan, I'm pretty sure you have seen or heard about the supposed and alleged recruiting strategy from Texas A&M. This is on OU's Insider on their board. The A&M is playing with different type of money right now with NIL. This is what was put on the message board. OU poster says, we're nowhere near prepared to dish out that kind of money. A&M's donors were extremely coordinated. The coaching staff would identify players they wanted, relay those to the point donor, in quotations, and then that individual would work with various other donors to build an LLC that would sponsor the targeted player. And if you are hoping they'll jump in the portal after year one, they're a step ahead there too. They structure each player's deal as a multi-year contract, leave AM, and you leave money behind. AM is exhibit A of what everyone was concerned NIL would become. They wasted no time in making that come true. Ben, your thoughts? Buckhorn boy. <laughs> I I agree with that that last comment that that was the fear this is the fear with NIL. I mean it is. Because I, I mean it, it's become free agency and college athletics weren't meant to be free agency. I mean kids are are no longer going to a school for for other reasons than than money itself i i know underhanded deals under the table have have always factored in to recruiting i I understand that but there were other factors that you know kind of dictated um which school they were going to go to 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 get that bag and and now it's just i mean it's kids are going to the highest bidder and teams schools are are going to be able to pull it off and and other schools aren't going to be able to pull it off. So I I, I don't like it. I, I, I really don't like it. It's it's not the college football I know I know and love. Uh, I don't I don't blame AM. They've taken advantage of of the new rules. I, I commend them for what they are doing. I wish Tennessee was doing this, but it, it's it's not the college football I I know and loved growing up and that that kind of bums me out, quite frankly. A&M said they are tired of watching their SEC counterparts do the same thing and go win championships and compete for championships. But A&M has way more money than both of those schools. Texas, way more money. It's just different in Texas. That oil money is serious. It is endless. I've mentioned this before, you know, until I'm purple in the face. The A&M tore down – a stadium and built it from scratch. Who is doing that? Who is doing that? Who is doing that? AM is doing it. AM is not the only team that's setting up their NILs like this either. They ain't the only team, and they won't be the only team. They will not be the only team. And this is why it's important to get some regulation in here because it's about to get crazy, crazy. And there's a lot of donors that's going to waste a lot of money. 
And they have before. But they're going to waste a lot of money because a lot of these players ain't worth the money that, they, that they're getting and about to get. But it's the cost of doing business. It's like when you when you throw some dry rub on some on some ribs or some wings, man. You gonna you gonna waste some rub because you're sprinkling it everywhere. You are gonna waste some rub. That's just the way it is. When you're seasoning anything, you are gonna waste some. It's just part of doing business. It's a part of cooking. If you want the big dogs, if you want the big dogs, you have to spend some money. Let's go to the phones. And um, good morning. Morning, family. How y'all doing? Man? What's up, Vault Nation? Hey, hey, brother. How you doing? Man, just listening to you guys, man. I, like you said, it's uh, it's the Wild Wild West out there right now, man. Wild Wild West. <laughs> wild Wild West. I was listening to uh, the Clemson station this morning, and they were they were a little upset. They you crying? Know, because of, oh, bro. I'm they struggling <laughs> right now. Everybody <laughs> bailing on them, you know what I'm saying? It's and, over. Uh, Oh, man, all the coaches are leaving, Dabo, you know, they're trying to save Dabo. They, they're trying to build him up, but the, the fan base ain't buying it, you know. It's over. And so yeah. they're they struggling. So uh, they, and they were just talking about even with Texas A&M, they, they mad with them because, you know, it's like um, they were able to, and I don't I can't confirm this, but they mentioned something about 30, they paid this recruiting class in some form or fashion $30 million, I guess, through the NIL or whatever. Um, yep. Deals and everything. I'm like, wow, you know, you, and you know, it's, it is, it's, it's making uh, the college football dynamic uh, a lot different. You know, um, the richer get or the rich get richer type of a mentality. And if you got it, you know, go ahead and flaunt it because now it's legal. It's on Front Street, and it's okay. These kids are wanting to go to the highest bidder. You know, like this kid Williams that you know went ahead and. So let me get out here and see if I can get paid. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it, it is a lot going on out there, and they do need to regulate this, get it, you know, some boundaries as far as maybe when kids can transfer. You know, kind of like free agency in the NFL, you just can't do it when you want to. Yeah, <laughs> put some parameters around it and say, hey, this is when you can, this is when you can't, uh, and then create some some type of stability when, within the programs, within the universities, pertaining to what they can do and what they can't do pertaining to the these deals. Uh, because it is getting a little ridiculous out there and a little scary. So, uh, but you know, it is what it is right now, man. Oh no, man. So one of the things I want to talk to you I'll just back up just a little bit on, on my Titans here. You know, I, I was listening to you guys, and I, I look at it like this. You know, yeah, the Titans don't fit the the high flying, uh, flashy quarterback, and and all the, the bells and whistles that you know you would look at maybe a, a 49er team or. a uh, a Kansas City team having, you know what I'm saying, and high-flying offense. They don't, they don't fit that bill. They're more old school. Uh, it's kind of like Novocaine. It'll work over time, you know. All run right, the football. <laughs> run, the, <laughs> run the football, make people react, because, you know, either you're going to get run over by Henry, eight, nine in the box, it don't really matter. Or you can let Julio and AJ do their thing out in the secondary. You know what I'm saying? Because one on one, that's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know that that's ideal. You know that's what the Titans' offense is. It is what it is. And I look at everybody as just haters because this is the thing: the, the losses that Tennessee had are bad losses. They lost to the Cardinals, Jets, Texans, Patriots, and Steelers. You know, and you know you have bad. Patriots lost not bad. 
Well, the Patriots made Texans and Jets I, lost. Terrible. <laughs> this is Steelers are terrible too. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But Death, when you Texans <laughs> and the Steelers beating the Titans, I know it's all you know. That's okay, man. All I know is uh, if uh, the Jazz can't, uh, I believe it's Jazz five straight. This weekend, Steelers have won over the Titans. What happens if the Jazz don't win? I mean, the Steelers are going to be sitting at home, <laughs> along with Baltimore. Uh, both of, both of the teams that we struggle with going to be sitting at the house because all Baltimore's the teams they hyped in, up. Aren't they? Aren't, isn't Baltimore going to get a wild card spot? I, I think if they said, well, this is what they mentioned this Sunday. They said if the Jaguars lose. Baltimore and the Steelers will be out. Now, how that works, I don't know. That's just something they mentioned. Well, the Jaguars lose, the, the Steelers make it as long as uh, another game does not tie. That's possible. But they got the Colts in that slot. All I know is the Steelers <laughs> or the Ravens were in the AFC South. Uh-huh. We, we would have won a division this year. True, true. That's true. That's true. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, that's a pipe dream right now. But it's all good, man. It's all good. You can, you can watch us go to the Super Bowl. But, you know, I, I look Super at them Bowl. with it. The, yeah, Ben's Super got Bowl, more man. Super Bowls than, than the Titans do in organization. Man, the Titans uh, ain't okay. winning a Super Bowl. We, we, just need, we just need one, man. Just need one. If we can get one this year, it's all good, man. Ain't happening this year. <laughs> so, let's look, at the, look at what the Titans did. Don't bring me into this, Vol Nation. I like <laughs> the Titans, and I don't appreciate right. you putting me into this corner where I got to box my way out. I love it. I love yeah, it. I'm sitting back here popcorn. Hey, man, look, look, look at what the Titans did this season, though. All the teams that they hyped up, all the teams that they said was better than the Titans when they got ready to play them, Tennessee beat. They beat Seattle. They had hyped them up at the beginning of the season. They're a little bit of the hype about the Coast, you know, Coast and Jags, eh. But they hyped up the Bills. So the Bills the best team in the league. Oh, they're on a the roll. Tennessee just beat them. Oh, the Chiefs. And then next you know, 27-3. Oh, the Rams on the road. Beat down the Rams. And they kind of hyped up the Saints a little bit. Then they said, oh, the 49ers. Tennessee beats them. Oh, the Dolphins on a seven-game win streak. Tennessee beats them. Just shut up. Ooh, and watch ooh, the boys ooh. ball out. That's, that's, everybody's talking all this noise. Tennessee, don't, it's, uh, what it's doing is fueling the Titans. It's fueling it because they feel like they're not appreciated, they're not respected. That's what you want. That's what, you know, Vrabel wants. He wants to feel that. He said, look, every week they putting y'all in the headlines, putting you on first read like y'all ain't nothing, y'all trash. Go out there and win the, fo- the football game. And that's what they do. I love when it's time to go out there and play and, and, and it's something important, on them, they go out there and do what they need to do. This week they're going to go out there and do what they need to do. Take the number one seed. Take that on into the playoffs. Get that bye week, and then you're gonna see King Henry come back. And he's gonna be it. fresh. Yeah. He's gonna be ready, and he's gonna be on a mission. <laughs> and they're gonna be ready to go. Yeah, I want to see. It. I want to see it, Vol Nation, man. And thank, thanks so much for the phone call. We we gotta go to the top of the hour, and then uh, we gonna we gonna bring in we gonna bring in J Wade, Jonathan Wade. Gonna talk a little DB, man. What what is the technique? What is the technique that? DBs are taught. Let's hear from the NFL level. Let's hear from the coach level. Let's go in depth. Let's let's put our pull out our notebooks, Ben. Let's learn something. Let's learn something because I I don't know. I used to just beat DBs. I don't know what technique they was playing. It didn't really matter to me. I just just beat Jonathan Wade in practice. It didn't re- didn't really matter. I hope he hears it too. All right, we'll take a quick quick timeout. 
And then uh, we'll, we'll come back. We'll bring in Jay Wade. Um, and we're going to talk some DB technique. And we're going to learn something today here in the Swain event. Stay So stay around. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. I'm going to get this playing right there. There you go. There we go. Love it. Love it. Be right back. <laughs> 